Hey, y'all, it's Bo Haig. Thank you so much for listening to this message today. If you have questions, please contact us at 580-216-6427. And we hope that God uses this message to change your life. Well, today I get the honor of sharing with you a new series, a new series, okay? And I know some of you guys have already kind of figured out what our theme is, um, but here's the title of the series. You ready? Anybody excited? Anybody? Um, Here's the title. It's called Victorious Secret. (laughs) Victorious Secret. Secret, and you say, "Well, what is that all about?" Well, here's the here's the point of the whole series. In the next few weeks, we're going to look at biblical secrets to having victorious dating, marriage, and sex. Can I get an amen? I'm going to dance today because this is one of my favorite topics. <laughs> um, okay, now and let me just say this as well. You say, well, okay, but what's the goal for this series? Well, here's, here's two or three goals for this series. First of all, we want to equip young people to have God-glorifying dating relationships, right? Yeah. We want, we want to equip young adults and older adults that are married to have victorious marriages, Right? And again, we want, uh, you know, we want people that are married to have victorious sex. <laughs> I like it. I like it when people laugh because it's, it's an amazing thing. You may be here today and you may be thinking, well, why are we talking about this? Again, you know, you say, well, why are these called secrets? Well, let me, let me let you in on something. There are a lot of churches who do not desire to talk about these subjects. Uh, maybe you're going to get to hear things that you've never heard in church before, but here's my commitment to you. We will teach whatever the word of God teaches. And if the word of God talks about how to have a great marriage, if the word of, you know, God talks about how to, you know, date to honor God, if the word of God will talk about sex, then we are committed to talking about it too. You know why? Here's the reason. Because I'm sick of the world leading our young adults, our children, and our marriages. And I'm here to take back what I believe the culture is feeding into our, our, our culture of people in our churches. And so that's why we're going to do it. And that's why we do do it. And so, uh, listen, you're going to maybe hear some things that you've never heard in church before. And uh, so, again, I, I hope you're excited. I know I'm excited as well. Today, here's what I want to do. I want to set the foundation for this teaching, okay? I'm going to set the foundation, and I'm going to tell you why we do teach on these subjects. Now, here's here's a couple things that I want you to realize. There are two things that I want to share in every message that I share, not just in this message, but in every message. You ready? The first one is this, truth, okay? Truth. The, 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 the one thing that I want you to get out of this is truth. And you say, well, why do you tell the truth? Why do you speak truth? Well, here's, here's why. Because people want me to tell the truth. I mean, I, every time I you know, talk to people, they're like, Bo, I thank you so much for telling me how it is to not you know, blowing smoke up my skirt and just telling me what I want to hear, but telling me what I need to hear. Right? <clears throat> And you say, well, what's the other part of that? Well, here's the other part of that. People don't like being yelled at, right? 
They don't, they don't want to feel like when they walk out of church, they feel worse off than they did be, before they came. So here's the key to sharing truth. The truth has to be shared in love. And that's what we desire to do. We desire to share truth in love. And you say, well, where's the truth found? Well, I'll tell you where it's found. It's found in the word of God. The truth is found in the word of God. And so here's the thing. As I share these principles from the word of God, listen, they are not to imprison you. They are to set you free, right? I mean, I think about my parents. They set rules in my life. They, they gave me you know, certain boundaries in my life. You know why they did it? Because they loved me and they wanted me to be successful, So listen, as we share certain principles that might expose your sin, um, they might expose some baggage that you brought in here today. Listen, our desire is to share the truth of God's word so that you can be set free, not imprisoned. So the first thing that I always try to share is truth. The second thing is this, grace. Grace. You say, well, what is grace? Well, grace is receiving what you don't deserve, right? I mean, think about it. We don't deserve God's love, but he extends it anyways. We don't deserve God's forgiveness, but he extends it anyways. We don't deserve eternal life, but he gives it to us anyways. You know why? Because he's full of grace. And so as I share truth, I desire to share it with grace as an umbrella over the top of the truth. Now, here's the other side of it. If all I do is share truth, then it becomes legalism. Think about it. If all I do is tell you these are the rules you got to live by and you need to strive to live by those rules and then when you fail, you feel like a jerk, that's legalism and that's imprisonment. But if I, but, and if that's all I share is truth, then that's what you're going to experience. That's why it has to be balanced with grace. Are you with me? I want you to get this because this will set you free. If, if all I do is share a bunch of rules and you know, commandments from God and you try to live up to those, again, you're going to feel like a failure a lot of times because you're not going to reach perfection. So I have to balance that with grace. Now, on the other side, if all I do is come in here and I say, you know, whatever you know, feels good, you just do it. If, if your opinion is this, then you just do it. And I just show you grace, 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 grace. Then I'm just a pansy and a puppet preacher. Does that make sense? And so listen, it has to be balanced. I I desire to share truth, but I desire to do it out of love and out of grace. Because again, we're all in the same boat today. And so that's that's the the reason why I do uh, share those things. Now, again, you say, well, what is grace? Well, let me explain what grace is. Grace, again, is what we desire to extend everyone that walks through the doors Everyone. And again, I say that at the beginning of the message because I believe our church is excellent at extending grace. Whether you're a stripper on the weekends, whether you've been divorced seven times, whether you're, you've got a temper like Yosemite Sam, we extend grace to you. You know why? Because we're all in the same boat. And so again, you say, well, Bo, what is this all about? Well, today I want to share with you a few secrets to set the foundation for the future teaching. Now we're going to get into the, uh, the blushing stuff later when my wife gets up here and she's, you know, sharing what she's learned about marriage and, and dating and sex and all that. We're going to blush a little bit together. Okay. It's going to be fun. Um, and I'm looking forward to that, but here's the cool thing. I get to share with you today 
the foundation for a victorious dating relationship, marriage, and sex. You ready? Here's number one. Number one, the secret is we are all sinners. Now, here's, you say, well, what's that got to do with marriage and sex and dating? Well, listen, some of you are here today and you've brought in baggage because of past relationships, failed relationships, you know, a, a, a colored, you know, sexual life or, you know, all, all kinds of hurt, all kinds of anger, all kinds of pain, all that stuff. And you go, I'm a failure and I don't know if I'm forgiven or if I can receive God's forgiveness. Here's the truth. We are all sinners. We're all sinners. Look at Romans 3.10. It says this, As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. Romans 3.23, For everyone has sinned and fallen what? Short of the glory or of God's glorious standard. And so here's the truth. When the Bible talks about sinners, when the Bible talks about evil people, the Bible isn't just talking about the people that are outside this building. It's talking about all of us. Some of you need to realize, and again, I meet some church people, and I think they think their poop don't stink. I mean, I think they crap, and they go, man, that smells like flowers. No, you, I mean, I'm I'm just being real. I mean, I think they walk around going, I deserve more grace than you, because I've done well, and I've done better than you. And they feel like, you know, again, God is more pleased with me. No, listen, God loves everybody equally And you can be the rottenest, dirtiest sinner. And he still sent his son, Jesus, to die for you. And so listen, we we desire to to let you know that first secret. Because again, a lot of churches, they're afraid. And especially a lot of preachers. I've been around a lot of preachers. And sometimes they're afraid to share that they're a sinner. Here's what I've learned. The world cannot relate to perfection. And again, I don't go out and sin just so that I can relate to the world. But I, I want people to know that I'm a sinner too. And here's, here's another amazing truth. And I, and I share the successes, but I also want to share some of the failures. My wife and I, I got married at 28. She was, uh, what, 21, 22? Thank you for your help. <clears throat> Six years younger than me. And uh, so anyways... Um, we got married as virgins, okay? Yeah. Golf clap. Thank you, golf clap. Now, here, you say, well, why do you share that? Well, here's, here's why I share it, because I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of it. In, in a culture that, again, says you have to give up your, your sexuality at the you know, first day or whatever, again, I'm very proud that, that I can stand here today and say the only person that I've ever had sex with is my wife. Now listen, but, but, but here's, you say, well, that makes me feel like a jerk because I failed in that area. No, listen, while I was successful, my wife was successful at that one part of our lives, guess what? We sin in other areas. So for me to feel like I'm any better than you is stupid. I fail in certain areas that maybe you are successful at. 
And so people listen as we come in and we share maybe some success, you know, in, in our marriage and in our, you know, dating relationship and in our sex life and all that stuff. Listen, it's not to condemn you. It's to show you that it's possible. It's only by the grace of God that he told me when I was a 16 year old that he wanted me to commit to be sexually pure until I was married. It's only by the grace of God that I made that commitment. It's only by the grace of God that my wife did the same thing. And it's only by the grace of God that we came together on our honeymoon and we had some awesome sex for the first time. (laughs) I'm going to stop right there. So listen, you say, well, what's the point? What's the secret? Well, we are all sinners. Number two is this. And again, this is so foundational and you need to get this. Salvation, number two, salvation and forgiveness are available for everyone. Let me say it again. Salvation and forgiveness are available for everyone. Romans 6.23 says this, for the wages of sin is what? Say it with me. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Listen, you can receive that gift of forgiveness. Second Peter 3, 9, it says this, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And so listen, while, while the Bible talks about, you know, when it talks about salvation, it's talking about a salvation that is offered to everyone, not just the religious elite, right? Not just everybody that's, you know, come to church all their life. No, it's talking about everyone on the face of the earth. God sent his one and only son to offer you salvation and to offer you forgiveness. And so here's the thing. Many of you are here today. Many of you are listening online and you come here today again with baggage in your life. Maybe you're here today and you're fully clothed, but you feel naked. Maybe you took a shower this morning, but you still feel dirty. Maybe you come here today and you've been sexually abused. You've been, you know, beat up by your husband or, you know, you come in with all this baggage. No, listen, God accepts you even with your baggage and you can come to this church dirty and God will clean you up. And again, you're wondering, well, can he clean me up? Can he really take my sin? And can he, can he really accept me where I'm at? Absolutely. You can stack all the sins up of the, of the whole wide world, and he has forgiven them all. He's forgiven them all. And so I want you to hear today that God's offer of salvation and forgiveness is available to you. Number three is this. We are made right with God by trusting God. Jesus. We are made right with God by trusting Jesus. Look at Romans 3.22. It says, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who you are. Romans 3.24 and 25. Yet God, with his undeserved kindness, declares that we are righteous. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right, listen to this, people are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his own blood. 
Listen, just like the Bible talks about that we're all sinners and we've all, you know, we're all evil in our own way. Listen, when you come and you give your life to Jesus and you ask for his forgiveness, guess what? You can become righteous as well. Do you get it? I mean, seriously, I want you to get this because many of you, again, you think, well, I'm I'm living in this sin and I'm, I'm doing all this stuff. Can he really forgive me? Absolutely. You say, I failed sexually. I failed, you know, in my marriage. I failed in all these areas. He can forgive you and he wants to forgive you. So listen, listen, don't come, you know, expecting to, again, be shunned by God. Come expecting to be received by God. Because that's the key. Because again, we are going to talk about some sensitive subjects that maybe you're living in right now that God wants to reveal to you. Here's, here's, uh, here's the, the last one. Number four is this, and this is a, an, an amazing secret that a lot of church people, and again, I pick on church people a lot because I think sometimes, and I've been guilty of this, I think sometimes the church gets it wrong. Can I just be honest? Sometimes they do. Here's the, here's the number four. Jesus cares about you having victorious dating, marriage, and sex. He cares about that. He cares about that. Now you say, well, what's all that mean? Well, I've been in church long enough, and I remember when I was single, I remember, you know, longing for a relationship with a, a human being <laughs> instead of my dog. I, I had a chocolate lab named Murph, and he was my best friend. But there's only so much that a dog can do for you. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I mean, I used to, t- I, I took picture, and I would send these Christmas cards, and I would have my dog in the picture. <laughs> And people would be like, where's your wife? And I'm like, he's my wife. His name's Murph. You know what I'm saying? But, but here's the truth. Jesus cares about your longing for a relationship. He cares about that. I mean, again, I, I remember being in church sometimes and people would just say, Bo, you just need to date Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I was like, date Jesus? I want to date her. Forget dating Jesus. I want to date her. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they just, people, you know, well-meaning people would come to me and say, Bo, you just need to focus your life on Jesus. You need to focus your life on, you know, again, him being your girlfriend. And I'm like, he can't be my girlfriend. You know why? And I, I believe Jesus would say that same thing. You know why? Because he created a certain part of us to desire someone with flesh on. Are you with me? And so again, some people are so religious that all they want to do is say, you need to focus in on Jesus. And while you need to do that, and Jesus needs to be number one in your life, he also has provided this desire, this longing that you want to have for a married partner or dating relationship. And one day in marriage, sex. He cares about that. And so again, some of you guys need to to hear that because you feel like, man, I long to be in a relationship. I long to have, you know, again, something that, that is good. Listen, God longs for that for you too. And he cares about that. Here's the truth. Again, I believe that Jesus can't be your boyfriend. I believe that Jesus can't be your girlfriend. And, and, and let me say it this way. Your longing for an intimate relationship with another person is something that you were created by God to feel. It's something that you were created by God to feel. So single people, stop trying to, you know, stifle that feeling of desire. 
Stop trying to stifle all that and go, well, I just need to love Jesus. I just need to love Jesus. Yes, love Jesus. Put him first in your life, but pray that he would bless you with a godly relationship. I mean, give it over to him. And listen to Genesis chapter 2, verse 8. It says this, the Lord God said, and again, he had just created man, and he said this, it is not good for a man to be what? Alone. Let's say it together. It is not good for a man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. And so listen, God himself says it's not good for a man to be alone. Therefore, God wants you to find the love of your life. God wants you to have a victorious dating relationship. God wants you to have a victorious marriage. And God wants you to have victorious sex. Can I get an amen on that? But here's the key. You say, Bo, I want that. I want to have a victorious dating relationship when I'm single. I want to have a victorious marriage when I'm married. And I want to have victorious sex. Here's the key to all of that. If we are going to find victory in those areas of our life, then here's the key. We have to do them God's way. You know why why I believe that a lot of marriages are failing? Because they haven't included God. You know why I believe that a lot of dating relationships end up with pain and heartache and just a bunch of crud? Because they don't include God. It's the key. So listen, you, you may be thinking, well, Bo, I don't know if I even want to get married. I mean, so many people are getting divorced nowadays. I don't even know if there's, it's possible to stay married. Listen, with God, you have an, a 100% chance at success in marriage. You do. And so listen, again, I look around and I see all my single friends, all the teenagers. I see all these young people and I think, how the heck do they realize that God is still good and God can bless a marriage? I don't, I I mean, I look around and I think, well, they, they don't have any hope. No, listen, you have hope because God is still real and God can make your marriage victorious and so again, in the next few weeks, we are going to be looking at how to, to have victory in our relationships. And some of you guys, again, are here today and you're going, I don't believe any of this stuff. And, and I don't even know if any of this is true. And I don't really trust what Bo's saying. Listen, if you don't agree with me, guess what? I still love you. I love it. Because so many people, they want to go, well, he's just going to tell me what to do. He's just going to judge me. He's just going to, you know, expose all my, you know, crud. Now, listen, we may do that, but, but here's what I've done. Here's what I realize as well. Guess what? When I read the word of God, guess what it does? It exposes my crud and my sin and all the things that I do wrong too. So you, you're going, oh, the preacher, he's just here to judge me. No, I'm not. I get judged all the time too. So what I'm going to share with you, because I've been judged and maybe God has shown me something that I can be more successful at, I'm going to show you that same thing so that you can be set free like I've been set free. <laughs> and so listen, you, if you are here today and you want a victorious dating relationship and you want a victorious marriage and you want to have victorious sex, you need to be here next week. You need to be here in the next few weeks because you need to hear what God's perfect plan is for dating, marriage, and sex, right? I want, you to, I want you to bow your head and close your eyes for just a second.
Again, some of you are you're like, well, why, you know, I mean, again, why did you share all this stuff today? Well, listen, because here's the truth. A lot of people, when you start talking about things that maybe they struggle in or, you know, if they're in a relationship and, and, they, and they feel like, it, you know, it's not obviously God honoring. Listen, they, they don't accept that because all they feel is judged. Now, now, listen, God will judge all of us for our sin. But his word says that he will show grace on you if you will turn to him and say, okay, God, I've messed up. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me. See, that's why I shared what I shared today. Because I want to start out with grace and then I'm going to, then I'm going to speak some truth in the next few weeks. And then we're going, to, we're going to salt and pepper that with the grace as well. And we're going to end with truth and we're going to end with grace as well. And so here's, here's what I want you to maybe pray, just in your heart, not out loud, just maybe in your heart. I want you to thank God for the gift of love. Thank Him for it. Just in your heart, just thank Him. Say, God, I thank You for the gift of relationships. I thank You, Lord, maybe this needs to be your prayer. I thank You, Lord, for my wife. I thank You for my husband. Thank you for my girlfriend or my boyfriend. And, and, I, and I thank you that you have given me the opportunity to experience this human love. Lord, I, and maybe you need to thank him for the, again, the dating relationship that you're in. And you need to begin to turn that dating relationship maybe over to him and say, God, we want, we want to glorify you in our dating relationship, not just seek pleasure for ourselves. Maybe you need to thank God for your, again, your marriage But you may be here today and you may be thinking, well, my marriage isn't perfect and I want to know how to become even more victorious in my marriage. Listen, you can can ask that right now. Just say, God, help me to know, help me to show me how to become more victorious in my marriage. Maybe you're here today and you are married and you are, again, you, you have sex, but it's really not fulfilling. It's not, you know, what God intended it to be. Here's, maybe you just need to pray, God, help Help me to honor you even in my sex life with my spouse. Listen, God will change you if you pray those prayers. Now, here's what I want to do. I want to close the service by thanking him. And and again, the way that we thank him is not just with our words, but with the way that we live our life. And so maybe right now you need to make a commitment to say, okay, God, I've done dating the world's way. I've done marriage the world's way. I've done marriage, you know, sex. I've done it all the world's way and the culture's way. I'm committing today to do it your way because I want to be victorious. Listen, I hope that you make that commitment today. Maybe you're here today and you've never found victory over your sin because you've never accepted Jesus into your life. Listen, he offers you the free gift of forgiveness and eternal life. All you have to do is believe in him. Again, Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. In other words, you will be forgiven. You will receive the Holy Spirit into your life and you will be able to live a supernatural life over the sin and the temptation that comes into your life. And so listen, Maybe you're here today and you need to accept Jesus. Right there in your seat, maybe you just need to pray a prayer, just a simple prayer. Lord, forgive me of my sin. 
I know I've sinned in almost every area of my life, or I know I'm sinning in this area. I know I'm a sinner, and I need a Savior. And so come into my life and save me. Listen, if you just prayed that, you are a part of a new relationship, and you are a new creature because God lives inside of you. And now you have the power to find victory over your temptation and your sin and and all the things that the culture tries to slam in your face. And so we thank God that you made that decision today. Here's all we ask you to do. If you'll grab the orange card that's on your seat, place it, you know, fill it out and say, I accepted Christ today or I need prayer or I need marriage counseling. We can offer you whatever you need. Fill out the orange card, place it in one of these yellow buckets and we will contact you about your decision today. Here's what else. You say, I don't have an orange card, don't know where it went. All we ask you to do is to text your name to the number on the screen. Just text your name. You don't have to explain anything. Text your name to the number on the screen and we will contact you. That's all you got to do. We're not going to ask you to come to the front or embarrass you in any way. But here's the truth. If you want to find victory in your relationships, you've got to do it God's way. And in the next few weeks, we're going to learn how to do that. Lord, I come to you today and I thank you for the gift of love. I thank you for the gift of dating, the gift of marriage, the gift of sex. These are some amazing gifts, if not the best gifts that you've ever given any of us. And so today we come thanking you that we don't have to be perfect, but we ought to strive to honor you in our relationships. And so, Lord, please be honored by this teaching and set some people free from the baggage, the pain, the sin that they're dealing with in their life. And help us to have victory in our relationships for your glory. It's in your holy name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for being here. Let's give the Lord a hand today. Thank you again for listening to this message. And we hope to see you every Sunday at the Woodward Livestock Auction 